Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jerkus. This is Keenan. This is Matthew, and you are listening to the Glass House Podcast. to the glass house i know you've been tuning in every week and we are stoked uh, to have you back um what amazing set of conversations real raw relevant um clear um straight no chaser and so today uh, we want to do the same thing we've been doing every week um and bring you some real conversations um this 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 segment today is entitled Adulting 101. And we're going to talk about 101. Um, finances, career search, responsibilities, um, family dynamics, what it means to adult, um, and what adulthood means. But first, uh, before we get into that, let's 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 just crack open this conversation around the election. Now, I, I not I, the everlasting election. Can we talk about the everlasting? The election? longest election that we all have. <laughs> But they almost beat Gore and, and Bush. My gosh! Now, 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 I, now I know some of y'all, and 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 just in case uh, y'all don't know where I stand, you gonna know where I'm standing after I say this. I know some of you tuning in um, may have supported Trump, um, and some of you probably would go to Paula White's church, and I apologize to you um, for your loss. And we're having your funeral services on Friday. Um, because there's there there's a new sheriff in town. Um, y'all, y'all, let's talk about that. How y'all feel after this? Now, y'all, y'all are young. You know, we we vote and 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 we are we are millennials. How y'all feel about this election season? Man, I will say uh, I will say this election season this year was exciting, uh, but nerve wracking at the same time. Right? Uh, yeah. It was something that we we kind of experienced. Um, that it, it was kind of like you're, you're choosing in between the the two like like the two extremes, right? So you're choosing in yeah. between these two extremes, but you're like, now that we have gotten a new president uh, in Mister uh, Joe Biden, that you know I'm definitely grateful for. Uh, we don't speak so highly of Joe Biden as if he's supposed to be our savior, right? Uh, so anybody who's listening or whatever, like, I, I guess you can, you guys can kind of see where we stand. We're young black men in school trying to get through some things. Um, but we, we work around people. We, we, we live in this whole sense of politics, right? Uh, but Joe Biden isn't our savior so much, but Joe Biden is that fresh breath of air to say that at least we have a leader who we at least can sense that cares. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's real. That's um, real. You know, at, at least we have a leader now that we can sense that say, okay, uh, my leader doesn't uh, isn't going to be trying to figure out whether he wants me here in this country or he doesn't want me here in this country. Yeah. yeah. Or my leader is not going to fight for me if my life is lost. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, that's that, that's kind of how I feel about it. What about you, Matt? It's like it's like we've been starving for leadership from someone who is uninterested, unavailable in giving it. I tell you, on Saturday when I was at work and I saw that Joe Biden was president elect of the United States, um, I could breathe again. Yeah. Because for the last four years, I felt like the world has been laughing at us. Mm -hmm. They haven't known our individual names, but they knew our collective decisions. See, when we're young, we make mistakes. When we're older, we make decisions. And people, to think that people rallied around this rhetoric because it wasn't Hillary Clinton. And they made the decision to put, and President Obama says something all the time, the presidency doesn't change who you are it reveals who you are and and we got a revelation of a man who gave us every sign of who he would be before he got the title president 
So I don't even want to look back on the last four. I want to talk about the next four, bro. The fact that in this very moment as we record this podcast, the man refuses to say I lost. Yeah. If, if I don't there's fraud that can nobody prove. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, man, I would tell you that whatever your political party is, welcome back to real leadership. Right. Uh, and in and, and 70-something days, uh, your boy ain't got to concede, but he's going to be listed as a trespasser. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, and while you're at it, tell Mike Pence to get up off of Joe Biden old sheets so Kamala can get on her new sheets. That's all I got. Listen, listen, can we go ahead and just clap it up and give a round of applause for Miss uh, uh, Kamala, Kamala for me. Harris? Listen. Kamala oh, Harris. my gosh. Vice President-elect. And, and we're happy about that. We're happy about that. You know, um, and I think that's why I voted. I know that's why I'm gonna be honest. I voted for that reason. I voted for Kamala, if you wanna be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, I'm being 100. I voted for Kamala. That was for me as discouraged as discouraged as I was in this season and so many millennials. Because although there are a lot, and we're gonna leave this in just a few moments, but I think it's important to point out although there are a lot of people who uh, think that voting is their only uh, means of a voice. Um, there are yeah. so many millennials um, who understand that voting uh, can be used as a tool, but can also be used as a tool um, against progress, right? And so yeah. many people were disappointed in this season um, because it seems like we're going through the same cycle over and over and over again. Um, and to to see the results it, it, it's 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 revelatory because you see that everyday people actually are racist everyday yeah. people are bigots everyday yeah, yeah. people don't respect folk for the mere color of their skin let alone their sexuality yeah. let alone their sexual identity let alone yeah. their gender let let alone if they're a woman you know so that that was revelation, right? Yeah. Um, and to see, you know, just 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 the symbolism um, of a new administration. Um, right. Seemingly we can be anything work in America, with some. It might not be perfect, but we can work with some, right? We can work with something, right? Right. It may not be perfect, and and we're not saying that, you know. Oh, like I said, this is a saving grace, and we're just perfectly fine now. We're not saying that, but. It's something we can actually work with. Absolutely, um, it's, it's better than it's better than what we had. You know, we don't. I'm, I'm happy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Those of you guys who watched the uh, <laughs> President-elect Biden's uh, first uh, uh, speech that night, his acceptance speech. Yeah, I'm just happy to see a president who can run again, because big boy can't do no running. So I was glad to see Joey run down the little thing. I was glad to see Joey run. <laughs> I'm glad there to see was- have to hold the cup to drink some water. Uh, you know, I was glad to see. You know, he's actually the biggest president we've ever had outside of William Taft. Matthew, that is fashion. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm not fashion. Well, 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 I mean, um, if I'm going to get Joe some Biden leadership. is the oldest president that we've had. He's going to be 78. If I'm not mistaken, going to be 78 by the time election day comes. But so, he gave uh, me some Joey, hope when he ran up there. He ran up Joey, there. He gave me some Joey, hope. When Joy when Joy get to running, bro, uh, it, it, it inspired <laughs> me. So, by the way, if you did not Go ahead. I was going to say, before we go ahead and get off of this topic, I must say, I have to say it, y'all. All of us being from Georgia, I was, and I still have my absentee ballot, even though I'm all the way here in Texas. I yeah. was super duper proud to see Georgia turn blue, man. And Did I think we flip we have it? To, Did we flip it? Listen, and we have to we have to congratulate and thank uh, Miss Stacy. Uh, Abrams for that, man, because she stepped up, showed up, and showed out to make sure that people were registered to vote. And we know it wasn't just her by herself, uh, but we, we think, we think, I'm thankful for her, her team, whoever, if you registered to vote, um, whatever state you may be in, if you registered to vote, if this was your first time voting, so many people were like 35 or in their 30s or 40s and were like, oh, I voted for the first time. Like, what? But uh, but no, that's that's amazing. Even if you were 21 and you could have voted when you were 18 and you just voted for the first time, thank you. 
But guys, pay attention. Of course, pay attention. Pay attention to your local elections, please. Pay attention Stacey to your Abrams, local Stacey elections. Abrams is evidence, bro. And this will be a segue into our next conversation. Stacey Abrams is evidence that your purpose is always greater than your position. Uh, that you don't need a position to reveal the greatness that you have the potential to possess, right? Uh, so I think part of that, man, goes into where all of us are in our lives, man, young adults, that all of us have been denied particular positions in our young adult lives. Mm-hmm. We've walked away from positions. We are currently in different positions, vibes. Uh, but the more we live, bro, you know, you know what happens is, and I, and I was thinking about this a few seconds ago, what happens is one day we're young, and then the next day we have a favorite grocery store. That's how quick you get into this adulting world, right? So it's like, so, and then, like, your purpose in life has to, I don't know about you guys, man, but sometimes it's like your purpose has to keep redefining itself because you're not sure, you're not sure. See, I mean, okay, I'm going to say this, and we're going to go ahead and talk for real, for real. We're not, we're not about to be vague. We're about to be real in-depth. So stick and stay, y'all. It's like when you're, young, when you're a young adult, Every negative thing seems dire. Like it seems like the end of the world. Every time you go through drama or craziness, mm-hmm. it seems like all you can think, you can't really think about life beyond this particular moment. Mm-hmm. Like you see everything as the end of the world. Like everything is, but what we don't realize, people who've lived twice our age, they look back and they say, you know, I thought the same thing when I was 23, when I was 24, yeah. when I was 25. Here I am now 50 saying, you cried about that then? You know what I'm saying? And, and bro, but that, that's evidence, man, that purpose is not only the answer to a problem, but purpose has to be reassured. Uh, you have to know why you're here because your presence on this planet serves a purpose. Yeah. And uh, maybe you guys can man, help us talk about just finding your freaking purpose. Man. It's, purpose. So yeah. Yeah. it's so I hard. It's so hard. Somebody think, um, listening to us can't find it. No, man, it's, it's actually, it's crazy because right before I hopped on this podcast with y'all, I was just doing a homework assignment, um, and it was about uh, Howard Thurman, and Howard Thurman um, gave a speech at Spelman, uh, and it's entitled The Sound of the Genuine. Uh, if, you yeah. guys ever, if you guys ever have some time, go check it out, right? Um, and he talks about this sound, this specific yeah. sound that only you know of, right? Uh, and, and he's talking about this sound that only you know of. And something that he says, he says, finding the sound is not about quietness. It's about stillness, right? So good, bro. And I think, I think that resonated with me so much because it's like, wow, how do I find that, that sound, that genuine sound, or how do I find me who I am? Forget about people's opinions Forget about people's expectations. Uh, for forget about even my own expectations for myself. Yeah. Who am I without the without the fancy clothes, without the uh, w- without everything, all the distractions that we have, social media, uh, what people think I should be, or who people think I should look like. Who yeah. am I? You get what I'm saying? Uh, and I think that's something. That, of course, a lot of us go through in those college years, right? We go through that, like, trying to figure out who we are and trying to figure yeah. out our group of friends and who we're going to hang around and stuff like that. Uh, but it's, like you said, it's an ongoing process. You can wake up tomorrow and find something new about yourself. You can wake yeah. up 2, 5, 10, 12 years from now and find something new about yourself. Uh, but I think what's important is, that we embrace our new findings every day. Embrace yeah. those. You get what I'm saying? So, so embrace it, so, those. So would adulting be more so, uh, let me ask you a question. Would adulting be about narrowing your niche or would it be about placing your passions? Uh, maybe Collins, you know, you know you're, at, you're in Connecticut, Yale now. Uh, you know, and Keenan, you know, you're as well, you know, you're finishing your MDiv as well. Is adulting more so about narrowing what you're good at or discovering all the things you enjoy about what you think you're good at? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that adulting is a, is a, is a journey. Mm-hmm. And, and, and our, and our lives is a, is a cyclical uh, response to God's vision and for, in terms of a journey. And so yeah. how Thurman also talks about, 
Can we? Okay, so I, I don't. I'm not in my MDF program, so we don't have to talk about. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about learn helplessness, but go ahead on, go ahead on. Yeah. Go Thurman, ahead on. No, go ahead on. Yeah. Thurman talks about, um, he, 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 he was remembered for saying something very powerful, very powerful. He said, the world does not need people. The world needs people who have come alive. Mm -hmm. you know? Good, bro. So um, good. And, 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 and finding out, what you were called to do here um, is a coming alive, right? Um, it's like the dry bones um, in Ezekiel coming to life. Yeah. Right? Come on, preacher. Always had divinity. Divinity was always in the bones, but it just needed a little help from God to give it some flesh and some breath, right? Yeah. So, so, bro, that's, that's so is what your implication is assistance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think what you're saying is, and I, maybe we can simplify it for those of you guys who are not, you know, engaged in Christ Christian circles. You know, you yeah. were saying that you're saying that you know the bones uh, needed from from the Lord, perhaps. I would say <laughs> I would use it in reference as a practical aspect. Everybody who is purposed needs assistance. One of the areas where us as young adults go wrong is we see assistance as assassination. Mm. everybody who wants to help you is not trying to hurt you. Right. Come on, somebody on this podcast can help because, me with that. Because you know why You know why we see it as an assassination? Because, yeah. because we've always been around unhealthy help, right? Collins, I love you. I tell you this all the time. Let's talk no, about no, it. I love this. I love let's, you. I, let's I love talk you. About I love it. you. But because I love a, you. Part of, a part of adulting or a part of becoming an adult is uh is this thing that we call mentorship right yeah where we start to choose or we start to look for people to help Come us on, along our journey now on, i could talk about it y'all but i'm gonna ask y'all what are some key things that you guys look for in mentors first, first on, Collins. the key thing that i i look for in mentors and heroes and sheroes I, I first, because my example, I don't have a picture, but my example is, is Mr. Stephen Hall. And my example ah. is Pastor Mark Allen Hall. So if uh, these persons, whether male, female, uh, whomever, uh, comes into my life and saying that they've been assigned to poor, right? Um, because mm -hmm. I'm aware that I just don't need you in my life, but you gotta be assigned to poor, right? And if you can't pour, then you're not meant to be in my life, right? Right. Um, if, if they are saying they're assigned to pour, they have to reflect those persons who poured in me first. Okay. That's so good. In some so aspect, good. Because what, 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 Bishop, what, what Bishop Hall represented and what Pastor Mark represented were people who walked in honesty, right? Were people who... Uh, grabbed, grabbed you and didn't have any ill intent, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, or people who said, I want to help you with nothing that you can give me in return to pay for it, right? Yeah, um, I want to make an investment, yeah. I, I think that whenever I think about people um, who, who God has assigned to my life, um, it's always somebody who is more invested in you and that does more for you than you could ever do for them. Right, right, right. And so I, I think about the people who say, like, listen here, like, I, I, I let's go to dinner. I, I got the fillet tonight. You know, I got this, right. or, or what do you need for school, or, or, or this and that, or um, giving you the proper example on how to live, mm -hmm. right, without yeah. saying words, but just living. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that it starts with honesty, and I really do think, like I said, we are so used to unhealthy health. Um, yeah, we've been abused by folk um, verbally and physically, man. People uh, will misuse you, right? Um, and and you will end up taking anything because you don't know what good really feels like, right? No, that's what so right cool. really is. So so for yeah. me, it's honesty. For me, it's integrity. Um, yeah. In the public what about, and in private. That's good. That's good. In public so and in private. Uh, because we've all, all of us have been close to some very influential people. Um, yeah. And of course, we can start naming names, but we won't. Uh, 
but we've been yeah. close to some very influential people. But these yeah. very influential people, we've had the opportunity to see them in public. We've had the opportunity to see them be praised by others and uh, be uplifted by others. But we've also had the opportunity to see them in their very own homes, to be yeah. relaxed, to be chill, to and to see them uh, uh, in their own homes and how they act. And I think what's what's more important for me definitely is more what's more important is if i have a shero or a hero it's how does their family see them you mm, get what i'm saying yeah. if if yeah. if i've gotten close enough to them to see their relationship with their family um mm -hmm. and to see how their family uh, acts around them or respects them or however it is uh, I see that and I'm like, wow, that's my image. That's my, you know, that's, oh, okay, this is where I want to get to. So for Jerika's, it's honesty. And of course, that's integrity, honesty. Of course, you have to have that. For me, it's what is the image that they are setting, um, not just for people who see them on the outside, but what is the image that they are setting for those who know them at their most vulnerable points? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, what that, about you, Matt? That's good, man. I think uh I think a part of a part of transitioning into adulthood is acknowledging what you didn't have, right? All of us in a world since grew up in single parent homes, uh struggling financially. You know, those of you guys that know my story, I was in foster care from the age of fifteen to the age of nineteen. Uh, you know, doesn't mean my mom was a bad mom, she did the best she could had a few uh, issues along the way. We still kept a great relationship. And to this day, we have an amazing relationship. My point for saying all that is sometimes you don't know what to look for because you were never exposed to better, right? And, and a lot of times people, young adults transition from their parents or from where they're raised because they, and they transition and they go looking for what they had little of or what they had too much of. And, and so it creates an unhealthy baby, right? It creates someone who isn't healthy enough to really be an adult yet. And that speaks to the prematurity aspects that all of us have had to have to grow up fast. There's benefits in growing up fast, but there's also downfalls of, especially most of us who served in leadership at a very young age, uh, early on, we, we take some traits that were underdeveloped and we started behaving in a way that we weren't really ready for we really weren't about that life so i think when it comes to mentors some people go looking for what they didn't get and some people go looking for what they had too much of and so now i'm in a season of my life bro where we all need people in our life who are not just interested in just making investments the people who are willing to just simply make deposits an investment is to simply say i'm looking for a I'm return give something back yeah i'm giving you a deposit is saying you may can never do anything for me, but this is what I want to do for you. To bless right? you, yeah. And some of the people who will be the greatest in your life are some of the people who will not be present at everything that's a part of your life. Uh, there, are, there, are, there are groups of friendships and mentors, and particularly we're speaking of mentors. As it pertains to mentors, the reason why some young adults do not have great mentors is because y'all lie to them. And we lie to our mentors to impress them. I ain't no, ain't no need for somebody I have to consistently impress in order for them to think I'm worth it. A mentor is for somebody to say, you may not have anything worth it now, but you got something you're working on. You may not yeah. be working, but you're working, that's, right? So, so, uh, so yeah, that's my point. Go ahead, Collins. That's, that's good. That, that's yeah. good. <laughs> no, I'll preach good. if you push me. That's good because, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That, that's good because, I mean, literally, literally, there are moments, there are moments that I'm just like, oh, my God, if my godfather was here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. If Paul was here, what, what would he say? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just knowing that I just don't miss him because I'm being selfish and saying I just want him to be here, but, but I miss his physical presence because I know that there's always something that he has for me that I didn't have before he said it. Bro, stop. Yeah. that's so good, bro. That's you know? so freaking, and, and I would like cry, said, dude, that's got, so good. You got, man, you, like what you just said, Grady, literally, you got to be honest. 
right? Yeah. Adulting, that's what adulting is. Adulting is a process of honesty. You, Bro, I mean, I, I, know, I know we're about to have some money to pay your bills. That's we're about, we, be we're honest. About, we're, we're about to we're about to have some super that's safe people, and it's okay. Being an adult be hard as hell. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm keeping it 100. Being an adult is hard as hell. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially yeah. when you had people in your life who lived paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens is, though you're making more money, you never develop from that poverty mentality. The, so, the thing is, the thing is, it's it, like like Jerika just saying. I'm oh my god, they now. just cussed. I'm logging off of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, the, but the the thing is, it's it's a learning journey. We always say, oh, you got to save money. You got to do this. You gotta you gotta invest. You gotta blah blah. blah. You got you got. But my thing is, you gotta. What we don't teach is, you have to fail first. Keenan, I love you. Keenan, I love you. Keenan, I love you. That was a spiritual shift just now. Keenan, I love you. You have to fail first. You have bro, to. there is benefits in failure. You have to. It's okay. And I think I think we don't teach that enough. We teach save your money. We teach do this and do that. And this is five ways to get a house and six ways to get a car. And we don't teach failure. Keenan, Keenan, stop. Keenan, stop. Keenan, stop. Keenan, stop. We, we, we don't teach the fact that say yeah, what? I'm trying to make it. Yeah, I'm trying to make it, but I can't pay all these bills at one time. Keenan, I, I think I think what's essential, bro, is we we were raised knowing that doing wrong leads to wrong results. Here we are trying to do right, and we still get wrong results. So we were taught to do things that I, I was raised to 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 look in front of me and say, "Sell drugs, you go to jail. You do wrong, you get wrong." Mm-hmm. I was raised on you make seven fifty, you barely have enough to pay bills. You don't make enough, you'll never have enough. I never thought I never thought that I would have a little bit more money but still can't keep none. I never thought that I would struggle and see the thing is I thought if I do right I won't have to fail. But the truth is bro, some failure in life is inevitable. It is impossible to live and not fail at something unless you live cautiously. And if Listen. if you live cautiously, you might as well not live at all. That's it's necess- it's called it's called necessary losses. Bro, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. It was necessary. And I'm and I'm gonna give him the credit. Go to a church here in Connecticut Impact Church. Pastor Maurice Porter preached on Sunday, necessary losses, and the man of God told us, the man of God said, and we don't mean to get preached, but this thing is so good. He said, he said, the thing you got to realize is that the mechanic went to school for a breakdown you don't know you're gonna have. My, I love you. I love you. So I love you. I love you. I love you. Went to the cross for a breakdown that you'll eventually have because the loss was necessary so that God can get to the heart of your matter. Right? It's all it's all about trusting the person that can get it done. And I'm trying not to get preachy. I promise I'm I'm trying not to. Trust the mechanic. But, Come on. But you got to try you got to trust that mechanic. If and, and for us who are Christians, if, I'm sorry, y'all. We tried not to. We tried uh, our best not to. <laughs> but for those who are Christians, if twice. we're going to put our, <laughs> if we're going to uh, put our love, and if we're going to put our life in 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 the hands of the man who we believe to get things done for us, there is a trust factor that we have to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Matthew said, I grew up at the age of. I think I was either 12 or 13. I started selling weed at 12 and 13 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so, but started preaching at 15. Yeah, well, you were selling weed, and I was peeing in cups for my cousin so they could take it to their probation officer. I did, you get what I'm saying? Been there. I've I've been peeing, I've been peeing in cups for years now. What, say what, say what? Don't ask no question, just pee in the cup. I need you to... I get so, I get dollar and fifty cent. Right. So and, and like and like we said, like we said, those things that we were used to seeing that were wrong or 
those quick ways to make money or those quick ways to live or whatever, especially now within our culture, scamming is this huge thing, right? Everybody want to be a scammer because everybody want a, a nice Gucci belt. Everybody want a nice Ferragamo, whatever. Everybody, every, everybody's trying to be that it. Everybody wants the blue check on Instagram, right? Uh, so we see all of these things and when we go after it, and then when we try to do what we what we see as to be the right thing or go down the right path, so to say, and things start to get a little fuzzy for us, we start to retrieve back to what we used to do. Or, oh, well, yeah. should, I, should I go back to that? Or should I go back to doing such and such? Or yeah. should I go back to living that? Because when I was, I was good. Even yeah. though you were paranoid, even though you were looking over your shoulder every night, even though you couldn't go to sleep, without something next to your bed because you were scared. You know, you start thinking that that place was better than where you are now. I love you, and guess And guess what that was? That was, that place was a place where you were childish. Yeah. You very, were not very. adult in that place because when, the, when you grow up, right, you leave childish things behind. Bro, you gotta leave it. You got some, to. Some people, and I, I think I think a part of that is, man. I think a part of that is, we don't we don't put ourselves in position to receive honest critique, mm. right? We don't put ourselves in positions to. So today, you know, as we're recording this podcast. You know, all my friends and you guys know I'm a man of many jobs at one time, right? Everybody knows that, right? I just like I just feel like I never have enough money, always need more. And and I'm gonna be honest, those of you guys who listen to this podcast, you know, uh here I am with like three jobs at one point and still don't have that much saved, right? Because you can make more money, but if your mind doesn't change, your life doesn't get better. Now, now, I don't, I don't want anybody to miss what we're saying here. What I'm simply suggesting is today I decided to quit one of the jobs that pays pretty decent. It's a salary job, got me through the pandemic. We'll talk about that another day. Uh, I was sitting at my real job thinking, I don't need this stress no more. And to think that for the last three months, I've had both those jobs making this amount of money a month and still don't got nothing to show for it. So... Here you are making double the money you begged God for since March and still don't have nothing to show for the money you begged for. Because the truth of the matter is, bro, more isn't the destination. More is to see your determination. God's not giving you more to make you stop striving and getting better. Sometimes God gives you more to see if you will multiply the more to make that more. You got to manage it. And so I think, I think if we're going to be talking about anything, bro, we have to realize that being an adult is about life management. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about life perfection. Nobody does that. But if we've learned anything, and I, I want us to share our stories a bit, you know, we don't want to be long. If I've learned anything in 2020, I've learned that you can have more of what you never had and still have less look like what you're used to. Now, that didn't make sense to somebody, but I'm going to break it down. You can have more of what you always wanted and still live like you've had less than what you never had. Because a person that never had anything doesn't understand how to appreciate anything. So here I am, 24 years old, thinking, Man, I wanted five grand saved by November. Heck, it's almost December, and I can barely count 500 saved. Why is that when I've been working three jobs? Right. And I got nothing to show for it. So being an adult is about managing, right? And you guys can help me here, bro. It's about not, not managing the mess once there is a mess. Yeah, no, 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 no. You gotta no. Right, you gotta, you late. gotta, you can't. It's it's hard to manage. It's hard to manage money when you live in overdraft, right? It's hard to manage money when every time you get paid, it's going towards the negative balance. It's hard to manage money when your mind hasn't changed. So yeah. now, for me, as we have this conversation, 
I made a vow to myself today, I'm not asking God for no more money. I'm asking God to teach me to manage the bit that he's given me for the job that I begged him for. Man, I tell people all the time, don't pray for the was million that, dollars. By the way, if you listening, was that transparent enough? I mean, was that transparent <laughs> enough? <laughs> Listen, that I mean, that's what we're about. We're in the glass house. It's a glass house, y'all. We're going to tell y'all straight it. like it, it is. Straight, no uh, but no, man, we have to literally, you have to learn how to manage. Uh, something that I learned a long, maybe a couple of years ago, and that I always try to impart into people that I come in conversation with. Don't ask for the million dollars. You know, we, we, we get up and uh, we, we, we have crazy faith, right? We call it crazy faith. And uh, we, I asked the Lord for a million dollars and it's going to come to me, right? You know, the grab it and blab it and name it and claim it type of theology. Uh, <laughs> don't ask for the million dollars. Ask for the million dollar mindset. Yeah, so good. So good. So good. Learn. You have to. You have to. This is, I'm a big, I'm, this is, this is just me, y'all. So, uh, for everybody that knows me, and Matthew might attest to this, some people say that I have OCD, right? Yeah. And and I don't have, I don't think I have OCD, right? I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think that you know. Every time, I just feel like things have to be in the right place, right? But I was not. By the way, I want to cut not, you off for a second. You're not coming home for Thanksgiving, but Collins is coming to Savannah, and I can't wait to watch the purge when you get here. That's all I wanted to say. But I'll be, Atlanta, I'll be in Atlanta. I'll be in Atlanta. I'll be close. I'm talking, excuse me. Collins, there is season two of The Purge on USA. I was sitting in here the other day, me and Aaliyah, and we're looking at it, and I was like, we're going to wait for Collins on this one. So, oh, my God. I'll be there for 12 days. Yeah, all right, Pete, <laughs> go ahead and finish with the, the million-dollar mindset. <laughs> so, listen, so you have I'm to so have the million-dollar mindset. Uh, you have to have the million-dollar mindset. Uh, and like I said, people think now that I have OCD, but I've never – I haven't always been this way, right? Uh, while I was in high school or whatever, I was probably like the messiest person that you ever could meet. But when I bought, when I got my first car, when I got my first car, my grandmother bought my first car for me. When I got my first car, I knew then something kind of clicked in me, uh, that if you, my first car was a piece of crap. Like <laughs> I, I would cuss, but I don't want y'all to get off. <laughs> it was a piece of, it was a, it was a Pontiac Grand Am. It was like a baby blue color. It was wrecked on the side. Uh, and it was a, a 2000, I believe, but I was, I was excited because it was my new car. It wasn't new at all, but it was my new car. And I told myself that day when I got that car, that if I take care of this, God would bless me with more. Amen. Right. This may not be the dream car that I want right now, but if I take good care of this, if I take care of what I have, God will see that and say, well, you've been faithful over few. Let me make you now ruler over many. That's the Bible. We'll get there somewhat some other day. Uh, <laughs> but no, that was definitely my belief. And I think I started to use that with everything that I have. With my, with, with, with my room and my dorm room. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I was living on college, you couldn't come in my dorm room without it being clean. You get what I'm saying? So I started to pay attention to small things like that. Like, okay, God, if I take care of this, what, just, just imagine what you'll give me because you see that I've taken care of something. Absolutely. So that's the same thing with managing life, y'all. You know, yeah. you, you take care of what God gives you so that when you get more, you, you can be trusted with it. Right. And when you have more, right, you have to, you have, to have healthy practices. And so mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. when God gives you and multiplies your hands, right, one thing that I, that I do personally for me is that, you know, as a student, God has blessed me and I'm grateful for that. But just like anybody else, I can forfeit what's in my hand, mm -hmm. right? And so if I have a lump sum of something, money at a time, right? You yeah. see these zeros, right? Because of a scholarship, because of your right. job, because of employment or whatever, right? Um, one thing I did was assess last year, I, I, I assessed, and I said, how can I better um, handle my bills so that I yeah. have more in my sight at the end of it, right? Right. I said, right. It's, not that, it's not that the bills are so high. It's just that I, I, I wasn't managing that correctly. And so I went back to correct it. And now we're in November. And I can look back on last November and see 
how much better I've done, right? Right, right. I know I love coffee. I have I have coffee maker here, right? At my house, in my apartment. I have a coffee maker here. I just bought a new coffee maker, right? But I invested in that machine because I know See? that I'm going to drink coffee instead of going to buy a, a, a four to four to six dollar cup and 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 and, a, and you know something from Starbucks every day. I invest in a machine, right? That I can preset that's already ready for me, right? That's called saving money. That's called being an, an adult, right? I have bro, eggs, bro. I have bacon, I have breakfast, I have lunch, right? I have dinner. Some nights I'll go out for dinner, right? Um, but it, but being an adult is called going to the store, making a grocery list, right? Being an adult is saying putting gas in your car this certain amount each week, right? Sometimes mm-hmm, you'll mm-hmm. surge. Most times you won't. You know where you're going. You know where you're not going most weeks, right? Um, and so that's a part of you consciously growing as an adult, right? Um, realizing that you have so many responsibilities. And if you don't do those responsibilities, you will, you will, you will cave in. Life will cave in on you. Right? you got, and also being an adult is managing how much time you stay up. You got to go to sleep at a certain amount of time, right? Being an adult, Bro, you, I would, not, you, I not would tell anybody. Like, you, you got to go to bed. Bro, so all of those things are important to adulting, right? Schedule oh, time. You can't waste your time as an adult. Yeah, yeah. That's thing. good. That's good. No, no that's bro. Good. That's, go that's ahead, real, bro. Go ahead, man. I think, I think, man, and I, I want you guys to hear Colin, hear Keenan. Hear me when I tell you this. If you, I'm, I'm your friend, Matthew. I love you. If you're listening to this podcast, hear me when I tell you this. I mean this with all the sincerity of my heart. Do not be 24 having as much debt as I do. Let me tell you something. Hear me when I'm saying, I'm saying this as clear as I possibly can to you. Do not rack up on a ton of debt, terrible credit, trying to live above your means. Hear what I'm saying to you. Now, now I want to be clear. I'm not poor, right? <laughs> I'm we not, see like, that, man of God. We see yeah, that. Really, really. That, this is podcast. Everybody can't see. This is everybody can't see. Oh, well, uh, you know. Uh, but I will say, I will say this on a very serious note. If you guys are, are listening to to us, man, uh, yeah. manage your money, and and I say this: manage your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Don't let your mistakes mm-hmm. master you. Manage them. Manage uh, your mistakes. Your car does not need to be repossessed five times before you learn to pay it on time. You don't need to be. You don't need to be uh, sued at a civil suit because you didn't pay a credit card because you stacked up on the debt and then changed your mind about wanting to use the credit card after you max it out. These are no. I'm serious. I'm being honest. You no, know, that's good. That's some, really somebody, good. Somebody said. Somebody said. When I, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest though. A pastor friend of mine said to me when I was 18 years old. You really did. Collins really put on. on yeah, you know what? I'm not even gonna deal with that right now. Man, somebody you, said. So funny, man. Somebody, you know that's real. It's somebody so know. No, for somebody. Somebody said to me. Now, and y'all, y'all help me with this. Now we get ready to end this. These are dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying, you you splurging on a pair of shoes, bro. When you know you got your light bill coming up, like and you know what I'm saying, come on, I I buy that gotta buy a new shirt for every event spirit that we all have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. We don't all have it. Like well, you got know, it. like like somebody know what the old shirt look like, Matthew. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know I'm telling you, bro. You know, manage your mistakes. Don't let them master you. Uh, mistakes are mistakes are they're worth learning from, bro. And if not, you will you will be 25, 26, 27, living in so much debt and regret. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and some of you guys are 19 listening to this, and you're living in debt and regret, you know. Uh there, but no, there is no hole too deep you can't come out of. Yeah, come uh, out. Yeah, it's a yeah. decision. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, fam. I'm in that decision-making process. Uh, some of y'all make way too money to be living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Some of us who benefit from the luxury, gracious, amazing opportunity of student refund checks. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We get so much back that 
there ain't no way in the world we can't put gas in our car when we need it. You know, uh, I just, I just say, man, one day we'll do another podcast about degree programs and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but no, college, yeah, man. But we can't talk yeah, about just, college yet because Collins has none, but go ahead. <laughs> just to add on to that, uh, just one little thing. One thing that I, that I did and that I do till this day is, and, and we talked about kind of like our upbringing and stuff like that. I pay attention to, uh, I use other people as an example. And I know this may sound bad, but I use other people's mistakes as examples. Uh, so if I've seen my mom go through this, or if I've seen my grandparents deal with this or uh, deal with that, you know, I, I, I was there where I woke up in the morning, me and my mom woke up in the morning, she was getting ready to drive me to school. We thought somebody stole her car and no, it was repossessed. You get what I'm saying? So okay. I, I've been, I, I feel like I've been there. I witnessed that. It wasn't me. It wasn't in my name, but I witnessed that. And when I witnessed that, I told myself then, Keenan, you can't do that. Like, and, and so, and we can talk about that uh, another day as well, like generational curses and things like that, man. That has to, you have to let it stop with you. We are in 2020, people. We yeah. have technology. We got all kind of stuff, man. We have all kind of resources that are there to help us. It has to. It has to stop with us. And, and, and as we prepare to close this segment, give yourself space. That's so good, Kyle. So good. Space to make mistakes and to space and grace. Space and grace. Give yourself space, space and grace. Give yourself space and grace to be human. You're not going to get it right all the time. Life is not about a checklist, man. You right? Yeah. You're gonna be tired, right? You're going to be angry. You're going to be frustrated. But at the end of the day, you will show up, right? And, and, okay. and, and that's and that's the hope y'all you give give your give yourself grace um it's the race is not given to the swift uh-huh. oh my yeah. God. them that endure right endure you know give yourself yeah. you know drink your drink some water take yourself out get get you something that you like to eat don't be so hard on yourself all the time we're in a pain um, you're doing the best you can. Yeah, keep showing up. God has given you. Um, yeah. So, you know, be encouraged. I, I think what my brothers shared, my brothers have shared is just so rich. Um, listen, and, and also know that anything is possible despite what you've been given. Right? Anything. Despite what you've been given, God will make your, adult, your adulting possible. Yeah. We're supposed to, all of us are supposed to be statistics. Uh, we may not be doing best we can, but we're doing better than we was. Right. Uh, you know, uh, we, bro, we're all, we're all statistics. We're all could have been statistics, uh, but we chose to try. Uh, and, and when you choose to try, you fall in your trying, but you won't fail in your trying. Uh, Listen. Show yeah. up until you glow up. You hear me? Just Keenan, keep I love you. showing That's it for me. up. Hey, listen. We thank you guys so much for listening to the Glass House Podcast. We hope that we said something today. You were able to filter through all the jokes and Colin's consistent laughter and uh, and everything else and uh, my sporadic cuss words. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, uh, but seriously. I thank you guys so much for listening to the Glass House Podcast. I hope that after listening to this podcast, you will subscribe. Don't be stingy. We ask that you do one thing. We don't want your money. We don't want nothing from you. But if this podcast is a blessing to you in some way, you feel some sense of connectivity, you feel like something that we have been saying and something that we have said connects to where you are or where you're going, share it with somebody. Send it right now to somebody. Send this episode to somebody. Tell them, yo, you need to listen to this podcast. Because remember, we are all in this together, and it's so much better when we do it together. And to piggyback off Collins, man, we're in a pandemic. We're living, we're learning, but we're getting better. Give yourself some space and some grace, because at the end of the day, we will win. Thank you for listening to the Glass House Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Keenan. I'm Jarikus. And peace. We'll see you next week. Peace out, fam.